Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Greeny with Mike Greenberg, the podcast. Kevin Durant is not the only net that has to go, and we're not talking about Kyrie Irving, but there is breaking, breaking Nets news this morning. It is Canty and Carlin in for Greedy on ESPN Radio and ESPN Plus. Christopher Davidson, Canty, how was your 4th of July weekend? It was really good, Carlin. Had a chance to hang out at the beach with the wifey and the family. Then had a chance to throw some uh, food on the grill yesterday. So we celebrated Independence Day weekend in proper style. It was a great time. Outstanding. We did the same, and I could not be more ready for today's show. So let's get it rolling. The only one place to start today. That's right. Kevin Durant and where he is going, because it's going to continue to have the NBA at a halt until it actually gets done. All of free agency is basically going to be shut down until this gets sorted out. And Chris, you know, we watch this unfold and the Nets have made it clear that they are not beholden to Kevin Durant for what they want to do, what they want to get in return. It is not all about satisfying him and where he wants to go, be it Phoenix or Miami. So what does it all look like? Before we get into it, perspective from Woj on what the Nets want in a package. Brooklyn's mandate internally is to get the biggest, best package of assets, draft picks, and players that they can get for Kevin Durant. And with four years left on his contract, they have that leverage. There are certainly more teams who are willing to bring in a player, whether he wants to be there or not, who's got to play with four years left, especially somebody like Kevin Durant, who loves to play. And I think you look at the Rudy Gobert trade to the Timberwolves last week, and look at that as a baseline. And I think that's what the Nets are doing. Certainly draft pick-wise, you know, essentially five first-round picks. And I think right now for Brooklyn, they're looking at perhaps four to five first-round picks, Mm. pick swaps, and then an all-star level player at the minimum. At the minimum. And here's what, just to give you an idea what the Timberwolves had to give up to get Rudy Gobert. Malik Beasley, Patrick Beverly, Leandro Bomaro, Walker Kessler, Jared Vanderbilt, and then four first-round picks and one pick swap. That's a lot, but that's not even close to enough for Kevin Durant. <laughs> no, it's not. And so this is going to take some time, Carlin. This is not going to be something that happens within the next day or two because you got to remember – on the eve of free agency, a lot of teams had their board set. They had their off-season targets set. And then we get that bombshell late on Thursday afternoon where Kevin Durant is going to force his way out of the Brooklyn Nets. He wanted a trade. He actually went above Sean Marks and went directly to owner Joe Sy of the Brooklyn Nets and said he wanted out of the organization. So teams are scrambling to figure out how much cap space they can clear, what their draft assets look like, and what a potential deal for Kevin Durant or a potential deal for Kyrie Irving would look like. And so I think this is catching a lot of people in NBA circles off guard. 
which is why it's going to take some time for teams to be able to feel this out and put together their best package, all the while also understanding that Brooklyn has an untenable situation because both Kai and KD want out. It seems like it's combustible. And so I'm not quite sure if the Nets lose a ton of leverage, but this is a situation now where you realize the status quo can't remain the same. So I just think that there are teams that are that are trying to smoke the Brooklyn Nets out to see how low they'd be willing to go for Kevin Durant in a potential trade, but they're also trying to get together their best trade package. So again, I don't anticipate any of this being imminent. And there could be potentially some dark horse teams that decide they're going, to, they're going to get involved in the bidding as well because what they thought wasn't a possibility coming into this summer all of a sudden now is a reality because the second best player in the league is on the trading block. Well, there is great news for the Nets this morning. A massive, massive move that just came over from Woj within the last few minutes. The Nets have signed T.J. Warren to a one-year deal, Chris. Wow. We did it. The beast of the bubble is a Brooklyn net. Don't worry about KD. They're going to be just fine. They got TJ Warren and they traded for Royce O'Neal last week. Yeah. Right? Royce O'Neal, first round pick to the Utah Jazz. Nice little 3 and D. Yeah, there you go. So, I mean, it's, <laughs> it's clear that the Nets are getting ready for life without Kyrie Irving and Kevin Durant. The only question is, how competitive can they be after they make those trades? And here's the other name that we can't rule out, Carlin, that I know we'll get to. Ben Simmons is a factor in all of this, too. And we've pointed out, because of this obscure rule in the CBA, you can't trade for another player that's on a rookie max extension. So guys like Bam Adebayo, guys like Andrew Wiggins are off the table in terms of the Brooklyn Nets being able to put together packages for, um, you know, the return off of a Kevin Durant deal. So I just, it's fascinating all of the different angles of this story. But one thing is clear. This is what's going to dominate NBA summer. You talked about it. It feels like this is the domino that's holding everything else up. I think that's why there are certain things that are a little bit slow moving because, you know, people are waiting to see what happens with Kevin Durant. And before they're willing to, to make a trade for a lesser player, they want to make sure that they're out of the sweepstakes. It's Cantia Carlin in for Greeny on ESPN Radio, presented by Progressive Insurance on ESPN Plus as well and Sirius XM Channel 80. I, I'm really convinced, Chris, that this is a tipping point, not just for the Nets, but for the league. We have seen player empowerment over the last 10 to 15 years grow and grow and grow, and that's not necessarily a bad thing. But I think right here, we have hit a point where the Nets need to make sure that they are drawing a line in the sand. And so far, they have. So to me, I am almost rooting for a situation where Durant does not get what he wants. He doesn't get to go to Phoenix. He doesn't get to go to Miami. He has to go somewhere else. Because if you're going to not only hand the keys over to a couple of players like Durant and Kyrie and let them make every decision over the last few years, and let's be fair, almost drive your organization into the ground this past season with everything they did and everything that KD enabled out of the behavior of Kyrie to turn around then and to give them what they want because you're worried about how your perception will be among future big-time free agents, future big-time players, I think that's a concern with how they treat these guys in the long run. 
And I, I hope it's not, Chris, because there does have to be that line in the sand between a player being able to do anything they want in terms of their behavior and still get to get all their money and get then get to go play somewhere else of their choosing. Carlin, I know you might not like it, but that's the way of the world in the NBA, man. Because it's a star-driven league, because one player can make that much of a difference because he's one of the 10 guys that are on the court and he plays both sides of the ball, offense and defense, they can have an enormous influence on the outcome of the game. And that's why these players wield so much power. So I hear what your wish is for KD and Kyrie, but ultimately those guys are going to end up in the situations that they feel are best for them. That's why the same few teams keep coming up. The Lakers, the Heat, the Phoenix Suns. Another team that we can't rule out, Carlin, the Golden State Warriors. And there's been some smoke on that front, too, with what Draymond Green said on his podcast last week. And then you've got guys within the organization essentially, you know, talking about how good it was to have KD on that team when they won two championships. Listen, that might be a situation where it's a win-win for both the Golden State Warriors and the Brooklyn Nets. I know a lot of NBA fans don't want to see it because it takes a little bit of the drama and the suspense out of the season. Let's face it, if KD joins Klay Thompson, Draymond Green, and say Andrew Wiggins if they hang on to him, you're talking about the Golden State Warriors being the favorite to win the NBA title and go back-to-back. So I just... That's another one of those that we have to keep our eye on because the return that the Brooklyn Nets could potentially get. Say, for instance, you do a sign and trade with Jordan Poole. You throw in Jonathan Kaminga. You throw in James Wiseman. You throw in a host of first-round draft picks and pick swaps. That could be a situation where the Brooklyn Nets win because they get players, you know, and they get picks. And you're talking about Kevin Durant joining a team that's fresh off of a championship. So that's another one of those that we can't completely dismiss, Carlin. Yeah. I, I, for one, would like to say I don't want to see that. But, you know, crazier things have happened around the NBA. And as far as a team that's in position to give up the kind of assets that the Brooklyn Nets would be looking for, I, I mean, you have to circle the Golden State Warriors, don't you? Yeah, I think you do. And it's amazing that that's the case because Nick Friedle, who covered the Warriors for ESPN, now covers the Nets, um, was there. And I've heard him say several times over the last couple of weeks that the Durant Warriors relationship had to end when it did. It had run its course, but it doesn't seem like it's something that is unfixable at this point. Listen to Mark Spears over the weekend and Scape NBA writer. The one team I'm telling you guys is keep an eye on is the Golden State Warriors. Golden State could have the best package for both parties. Jordan Poole, Jonathan Kaminga, all-star Andrew Wiggins, and former number two pick James Wiseman. What the Nets want is they want a young all-star or perhaps a future all-star. They're all under 30. They also want picks, uh, maybe the ability to swap picks. But if you can get those four players, if I'm the Nets, I'm very, very happy. And for Kevin Durant, the Warriors, they're very familiar with and vice versa. And Chris, to be clear, I'm good as long as the Nets are getting a commensurate package. It's never going to be exactly what you want it to be, no matter where you're trading that superstar player, right? The team that is getting the star always wins the deal. Mm -hmm. But I am very much for 
all the player empowerment. I am very much for the way that Adam Silver has handled this league and turned it into a partnership, really, with the players, where the feeling was not necessarily that before. But it does need to be just that a partnership, and it can't be a situation where players are allowed to run your team into the ground and then bail out. It can't be. Well, you say that it can't be, Carlin, but the way that things are set up, I mean, I don't know if there's there's something the NBA can do to incentivize players staying where they're at more so than what they have. I mean, being able to offer the guys those max extensions and the team that, that owns their rights can offer them more money than anybody else can. Yeah, I, I thought the know. Nets already did with the four-year contract extension. <laughs> and, that, and, that's what I'm, and that's what I'm saying. So, I mean, I, I don't know how much further the NBA can go in terms of restricting player movement. But, again, this comes down to players feeling comfortable, Carlin. When you start talking about guys making $40, $50 million a year, at some point money is not the sole motivating factor. And I think we've gotten to that point with Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving based on where they're at in their careers. And they're both that good where other teams are still willing to give up significant assets in order to get them, even though the last three years in Brooklyn has been a disaster with their player leadership. It's Kenty and Carlin in for Greeny on ESPN Radio. Greeny, presented by Progressive Insurance. Progressive Commercial Insurance flexes to fit your business's needs from quick repairs to adjustable coverages and even payment options. Progressive Commercial makes it easy to get what you need. Quote today in as little as six minutes at ProgressiveCommercial.com. Up next, yes, Durant and Kyrie have to be on the move, but somebody else has to be too, and it's almost as important for the Nets to get rid of this guy. We'll explain who and why in moments. Canty and Carlin, ESPN Radio. Greeny, the podcast. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high-quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry around different stressors. I do, you do, we all do. Big, small, and when we keep them bottled up, as I sometimes have had happen in the past, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. It's helpful for learning positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. It empowers you to be the best version of yourself. It isn't just for those who've experienced major trauma. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. 
Visit BetterHelp.com slash Greeny today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Greeny, G-R-E-E-N-Y. Dean Carlin for Greeny on ESPN Radio and ESPN Plus. There's somebody else the Nets really have to get rid of first before they can do anything else. Try the $45 Silver Unlimited plan from Straight Talk Wireless with Nationwide 5G on America's best network. Straight Talk Wireless, no contract, no compromise. See terms and conditions at straighttalk.com. 5G-capable device required. Actual availability, coverage, and speed may vary. Kenty, we have not spent much time, nobody is really spending any time talking about Ben Simmons in this situation. And predictably, all Ben Simmons seems to be for the Nets is an obstacle. They can't go out and trade for a really good list of players because of the league's rule that off of a rookie max extension, you can only have two players on your roster and only one of them can be a player that you traded for. And obviously, they already did that with Ben Simmons. And so they can't go and bring somebody else. Chris, where the Nets are going to be after all the smoke clears here is going to be a future that is going to be best served without Ben Simmons. They're not going to need all the drama that he's going to bring. And make no mistake, he will bring it. And they also need to be able to free themselves up to make a deal to get the best possible players they can in exchange for Kevin Durant. Well, that's what it all comes down to, Carlin. But here's the thing. I know with Kevin Durant, they'll be able to bring back assets that can help them both in the way of players and picks. I believe with the Kyrie situation, they can bring back assets that can help them rebuild for the future. With Ben Simmons, I'm not quite sure what his value is around the NBA. We haven't seen this guy in over a year, Carlin. And so I would make the argument that it might be worth the next while to hold on to Ben Simmons because of what he could potentially do for you on the court versus selling him for pennies on the dollar. I mean, in no world do you want to buy high and sell low. And so when it comes to Ben Simmons, I think the Nets want to go and give themselves a season to see what that looks like when he gets back on the court. He did have the social media post a few days ago where he said he's feeling incredible. Um, That was right before all hell broke loose in the franchise and KD and Kyrie wanting out. But I I don't know, man. I I look at Ben Simmons and I look at a player – that is like a unicorn, man. I mean, he's he's a six eight guy that can handle the rock. He can create shots for other guys, and he's one of the best perimeter defenders in the entire NBA. I mean, you're talking about a guy that has a lot of versatility on that side of the court. He can guard one through five. So I, I don't know if I'd be in a hurry to move on from Ben Simmons just for the fact that you know you're not going to get the return on investment that you're looking for. Well, you know how he's like a unicorn? He's never there. He doesn't exist. That's exactly like he's always like a unicorn. He does not exist. Chris, let me just present a hypothetical to you. Can we agree that right now Kevin Durant is a better player than Devin Booker? Yes, no question. Of course. Can we agree that the Phoenix Suns are better off with Kevin Durant than Devin Booker in terms of winning a championship in the short term? Yes. So with all of that in mind, we have heard Sean Mark say that he wants that high-level player. The Nets can't trade for Devin Booker right now because Ben Simmons is there. Mm -hmm. If you're in a position like the Nets are – and your best package 
that could be available to you is going to include Devin Booker? Don't I have to figure out how I'm going to trade Simmons somewhere else so I can make that happen and it's going to be better off for my team in the long term? No doubt about it, but Devin Booker just signed that Supermax extension, so he's not going to be able to be moved until... All right, well, what? that's a fair point, but yeah, that kind about, of a guy. Yeah. That guy, that guy Bam Adebayo, not... Donovan, Donovan Mitchell. Donovan like Mitchell. A, like, those are, those are the guys that I picked the wrong for. guy there, but you're right. Yeah, there, yeah. There's the whole list of guys that can't do it right now because Simmons is there, and to me, that, that can't be something that limits me from maximizing what I get in return. And just to go down that list again, those guys who were unable to be trade, traded, Wiggins, Simmons, uh, traded to have the, uh, you know, to have a second rookie guy on the team. Yep. These are yep. all the guys on the designated rookie extension. Wiggins, Simmons, Embiid, Booker, Carl Anthony Towns, who also just signed his max deal. He can't be traded for a year. Jamal Murray, Donovan Mitchell, De'Aaron Fox, Jason Tatum, Ben Adebayo, Trey Young, Shea Gilgis-Alexander, Doncic, Michael Porter Jr. That's a lot of good players. That's a lot of really good players. And if I'm going to trade away somebody like Kevin Durant, I need to be able to get that level of player in the deal back and then some. Yeah, there's no question about it. And so you have to look at the different machinations, um, the different trade packages that could be put together. And it's not outside of the realm of possibility, Carlin, that you could be talking about putting Ben Simmons in a deal with Kevin Durant and shipping them both somewhere. Like I I could see a scenario where that would play out, where you could bring back one of those players that's on a designated rookie max extension. I think that might be the way to go. What about Miami? Yeah, I mean, I think Miami is interesting because they own all of their their picks and their pick swaps. So maybe you're talking about a deal. You know, you give Miami KD and Ben Simmons, and you're talking about bringing back Bam out of bio, Tyler Hero, Duncan Robinson to make the salaries match, maybe Max Struess, you know, four first-round picks and three pick swaps. I, I mean, it still feels a little light going back to Brooklyn, but it's a scenario where you're bringing in players that were a part of a culture That's all about winning, and it outlines exactly what Sean Marks talked about two months ago when he said he wants players that buy into the team-first agenda. So I I would be excited about getting guys that have been a part of that heat culture just because Pat Riley's had that thing humming for the last two decades now. That's the kind of environment that you want to recreate because that provides the infrastructure to be able to develop your players and get the most out of your people. So I think Brooklyn is trying to move closer to that direction in terms of establishing a culture that can lead to sustained winning. It's Canty and Carlin in for Greeny on ESPN Radio and ESPN Plus, presented by Progressive Insurance. Nuno, just a few minutes ago, checked in with Bobby Marks on this possibility. The Nets can trade Simmons and KD to Miami for Bam Adebayo and Tyler Hero. Because Hero could still get the full max extension, he would be signing with Brooklyn, not with Miami. So that's how they could trade for Tyler Hero in that situation. My overall point is that at the end of the day, if Simmons' presence is going to keep me from getting the best possible package, I got to move on from him. But number two, Chris... Ben Simmons is not going to help this situation. It's, I, I know that you're going to talk about what his value is. I think 
the way he handles himself, his value is not going to grow by playing here in Brooklyn. I just don't see it because I think that there, uh, his warts are going to show even more with less talent around him. And at the same time, he's not going to be happy. And God knows what can happen then. Well, Carlin, if you feel that way, then I got to imagine there are a lot of talent evaluators around the NBA that feel the same. And, and that is my point in terms of the depressed market for Ben Simmons. So you're not going to get the return that you should for a guy that's been all NBA, that's been an all defensive guy. Um, so I, I just, that's the part where I, I make the argument that it might behoove the Brooklyn Nets to hang on to Ben Simmons just because of what he can do both on the offensive end in terms of shot creation for other players, but then also on the defensive end and giving your lineup a lot of versatility. Like there's a lot of different ways you can go, a lot of different lineups that you can create uh, with Ben Simmons that, that create mismatches for the opposing team. So that's the thing that I, I like about Ben Simmons, but Carlin, the best ability is availability. That's what Herm mm-hmm. Edwards said a long time ago. We hadn't seen Ben Simmons for a year, and we just don't know where he's at both mentally and physically, and the fragility of his mental health has got to be a huge question mark for teams that could potentially be trading for him because you just don't know when you're going to see him and how he's going to be a feel about the situation that you're bringing him into. Any of the players on the list that I just read, that you, you would be better off having Kevin Durant than any of them if you are trying to win a championship in the short term. It's Canty and Carlin in for Grinny on ESPN Radio. The 2022 baseball season is in full swing, and you can be there to catch all the action live with Vivid Seats. Get out to the ballpark, experience every home run, every web gem, every walk-off, and with Vivid Seats rewards, you'll start earning free tickets from your very first purchase. Buy 10 tickets, get the 11th one free. It's like getting 10% back on every ticket. From box seats to the bleachers, Vivid Seats has you covered with tickets at great prices all summer long. Just visit vividseats.com or download the app today. Vivid Seats, life happens live. This is ESPN Radio's NFL Tour Days. The Jacksonville Jaguars select Trayvon Walker, linebacker, Georgia. They hired Doug Peterson. It's like a complete 180-degree turn. Everybody is happy. No one's miserable. There's no dysfunction. They feel like they're getting a fresh start. The thing with Trevor, almost like hitting the reset button just a little bit, really developing his talent and then allowing him to kind of showcase that on the field. NFL Two-A-Days, two teams every day as we storm towards training camp. And we start with the Jacksonville Jaguars today, Chris. And I got to tell you, I don't know that this is a sentence that's ever really been uttered. I'm excited to see the Jacksonville Jaguars this year. I'm excited because I have been a Trevor Lawrence fan for a really long time. And he did not have a good year. There were flashes, and he obviously had all the stupid drama going on around him with that team in Urban Meyer. But I am a huge Trevor Lawrence fan, and I think he's going to be a superstar in this league. They have gone out. They have helped improve him with some weapons. They may not be top-tier weapons. They obviously drew a lot of criticism for how much they overpaid Christian Kirk. Zay Jones hasn't quite reached the level of receiver that maybe we thought that he would by this point. Certainly Evan Engram has had his issues uh, with the Giants with catching the football, but they're better 
They're better, and he's going to get Etienne back behind him running the football. I'm excited for the Jaguars under Doug Peterson. No, I am too, and I like the idea of them bringing in Brandon Scherf from the Washington Commanders or the Washington football team, whatever they call themselves these days, like being able to fortify that offensive line that's anchored by Cam Robinson and Jawan Taylor. I think that's always a great place to start when you have a rookie quarterback. And then, of course, with uh, you got the guy, Laquan, um, they, they got uh, LaVisca Chenault and you got Marvin Jones mm-hmm. and Zay Jones, and then they paid a boatload of money to Christian Kirk. I, I think that has the makings of a solid Receiving core, it's not going to be one of the best receiving cores, but those guys are going to be reliable. And then you got the one-two punch of James Robinson and ETN in the backfield. ETN, of course, coming back from the Achilles injury. So I like what they're doing on the offensive side of the ball, Carlin. But the most important thing for me with the Jags is that they have an adult in the room. Yeah. And no matter what you want to think of Doug Peterson, it's better than having Urban Meyer as your head coach and him creating headlines that then become distractions that players have to answer for in the locker room. So getting rid of Urban Meyer and hiring somebody that's a proven winner at this level is going to be huge. Another thing that I like about Doug Peterson, he's somebody that's proven that he can develop quarterbacks. Whether you're talking about working with Carson Wentz or you're talking about him working with Nick Foles, Doug Peterson has been able to find a way to be able to make it work and to get guys to play above the X's and O's. So that, to me, has got to be huge for Jacksonville. The only question that I have about the Jacksonville Jaguars in terms of the culture that they're trying to create is what's going on in the front office. Because they still got Trent Baalke around there, Carlin. And yeah. here's the thing. I like some of the decisions that they made this offseason, but it's like when you're trying to show your work to get partial credit, like when you don't show your work it just or you don't find the right way to get to the answer that you came to, that has to give you a little cause for pause. And that's where I'm at with that front office for Jacksonville. Because if you remember, Jacksonville was interested in hiring Byron Leftwich. That ended up falling through. He didn't become their head coach. And a big part of it was because he didn't feel comfortable with Trent Baalke being the one that was responsible for the final 53. They also flirted with hiring Adrian Wilson to be their general manager and moving Baalke in a different role. That didn't pan out. And so Trent Baalke being this figure that's looming over the Jacksonville Jaguars. I just, it doesn't make me feel comfortable. It really reminds me of what's going on with another team in the AFC South, the Houston Texans, and that whole Jack Easterby thing. That's the kind of person that Trent Baalke has kind of turned himself into. That's not good. With that, with that Jack, with, with the Jacksonville Jaguars. And so I think that's one of the things that we have to watch early on in the season as this team, you know, kind of tries to find itself and build an identity. What happens with the front office and the front office's relationship with the coaching staff? Because those two have to be in lockstep in order to create anything that's worthwhile. To that point, I am most curious about Trayvon Walker. That feels like one of those picks where they better be right. They better be right because Aiden Hutchinson felt like a much more sure thing, and yet they opted to go with Walker. And we know what the talent is. But, Chris, so many times we have seen those guys who are uber-talented that deserve to be near the top of the draft, yet they never quite follow through with what they're supposed to be. I mean, you and I talked before the draft. Trayvon Walker was the third-best defensive lineman on Georgia, and one Mm -hmm. of them's still there. Yeah. So this is, to me, when we talk about athleticism and you get caught up in these kinds of things, 
I worry about a team that pays too much attention to all the little drills and how amazing a player is at it and the fact that he can go out there and run, what did he run, a 4-5, something ridiculous Yeah, 4-5-1 like four, five, four, yeah. five, at 275 pounds. Yeah, which, exactly. Which is hard to ignore, Carl. And I'll say this, I think Trayvon Walker has the potential to be a much better pro than he was a college player just because Kirby Smart and that staff asked him to do a lot of different things at Georgia. But here's the deal. If he fails, if he's a bust, then that's on Trent Baalke. Because there are several other players that were worthy of being the number one overall pick on the defensive side of the ball, and you decided you were going to go with Trayvon Walker. There's no one else to blame but the general manager in that situation when you have the number one overall pick. you got to nail that pick. And so we'll see how that ends, ends up working itself out. But I do like some of the things that they've done on the defensive side of the ball. They added a guy that you and I are both familiar with, Foley Fatukasi, defensive yep. tackle from the Jets. Very underrated player. Underrated player, going to bring a lot of leadership to that locker room. And then they also drafted the inside linebacker from Utah, Devin Lloyd, who has a ton of range uh, and is going to be a good fit to replace Miles Jack. So I, I like some of the things that they've done on the defensive side of the ball, especially with their front seven. They got to work some things out with the back end of that defense. But, I mean, Jacksonville is building to something. The most interesting thing about this team, Carlin, is what is going to be their identity. What are they going to be early on in the season? That's what I want to see under new head coach Doug Peterson. We know that Doug Peterson believes in having a strong offensive line and a strong defensive line, and they've made decisions to that end this offseason. So it would be interesting to see if they're able to take all of the potential that they have on paper to the football field this fall. And remember one thing about Doug Peterson. You think Brandon Staley rolls the dice? Doug Peterson is in that discussion because he will go for it in maybe not quite to the level of Staley in some bizarre situations, but he will go for it in some head-scratching situations. And if he feels like he has a team that is just building and can sneak out a win or two with one or two plays, he's going to do that. They go from three wins to six? Is that fair? Something like that. What they got working for them, Carlin, is that they are tied for 26th in strength of schedule, and they play in the AFC South. Yep. So those are the things that they have going for them. And and you got to feel good about their quarterback situation in comparison to pretty much everybody in the division, save the Indianapolis Colts. So... I mean, I, I I am bullish on the Jacksonville Jaguars' future. I don't know if that necessarily means that they're going to contend for a playoff spot this year because the AFC is that deep. But I, I don't think this is a team that's going to be in the cellar looking up in their division. They're going to be better than that this year. Trevor Lawrence, does he this year take a major step forward? Is he the guy? Yeah, he's the guy. I agree. He's the guy. He's the guy. Canty and Carlin in for Greeny on ESPN Radio and on ESPN Plus up next. Time to air some grievances. There are some people that need to be called out to be for the because they're frauds, frankly. One of them is apparently me. Yeah, we'll find out. Canty and Carlin, ESPN Radio. Greeny, the podcast. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code FIRSTTAKE and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. 
And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more, more than, than ever. ever. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to gamble responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. This U.S. promotional offer not available in D.C., Mississippi, North Carolina, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369 for New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. For Massachusetts, 1-800-327-5050. For Iowa, 1-800-BETS-OFF. For Puerto Rico, 1-800-981-0023. For West Virginia, visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net. First bet offer for new customers only. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. In partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac, weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. You're about to hear about it. Canty and Carlin, ESPN Radio, in for Grinny. The road to the rematch is on as Bantamweight champ Juliana Pena and former champ Amanda Nunes go head-to-head as coaches on the historic 30th season of The Ultimate Fighter. Stream the series now exclusively on ESPN+. Sign up at ESPNplus.com. The tradition of Festivus begins with the airing of grievances. I got a lot of problems with you people. Now you're going to hear about it. Yes, you are, and the first person that is going to hear about it from Chris Canty is Jordan Ronan, who, of course, covers the Giants for ESPN NFL Nation. And you saw a tweet yesterday that set you off, so to speak, and I will read the tweet right now to you. This, just 21 hours ago from Jordan Ronan. Fireworks. Most overrated thing ever. Happy 4th. American flag emoji. How dare you, Jordan Renan? How dare you attack fireworks, which is a staple for the 4th of July? Colin, it's not a 4th of July unless you're watching the fireworks show over the East River or the Hudson River or you're celebrating shooting fireworks of your own. I mean, it's not the 4th of July unless you have the fireworks show. So for Jordan Renan to... to not be patriotic on the Independence Day of this country and the birthday of this country. I just don't understand it. It doesn't make any sense to me. It's an absolutely ridiculous take. And it's one of those things that you put out there because you know it's a ridiculous take. I feel like in a lot of ways, Jordan Renard just wants some attention. Jordan He's just wants seeking to be a attention talk show host. He's just seeking the attention with this tweet because there's no way he actually, actually believes that fireworks are overrated. Now, are fireworks dangerous? Sure. Just ask JPP. But nobody's saying that you got to take it there. 
there. Nobody's saying that you got to hold cherry bombs in your hand. All we're doing is talking about shooting off a couple bottle rockets, shooting off a couple of Roman candles, or watching the fireworks show, you know, from wherever you want to watch it from. But yeah. all I'm simply saying is it's not the 4th of July unless you have fireworks. So to say that they're overrated is absolutely ridiculous. All right, here's the thing about Jordan. Not 100% wrong. Here's why. I love fireworks shows. They're great. But I love my dog more, and I'm that guy. They scare the oh, daylights out of go. my dog. They scare the daylights out of my Carlin, dog. That's, the a, poor, that's a you problem. The that's poor your girl dog's is problem. shivering. She doesn't know what's going on. Number, listen, and I, I'm, I've been a proponent of fireworks. I used to light off bottle rockets. Did I engage on occasion with a Roman candle fight from 100 paces? Yes, that happened. <laughs> At one point, it did. I would not advise it to anyone since one time the candle shot back into my chest and nearly burned a hole through the entire shirt. (laughs) But I would just say, I get it. I've seen enough of them in my life because like, give me, if you want to give me a special one that makes some kind of a giant shape in the sky, that's great. The thing's blowing up. I get it. Yeah, I actually saw a couple of the rockets last night uh, at the fireworks show that I was checking out. They actually had a football shaped one and a heart-shaped one, which I thought was really impressive. I don't know how the hell you make a firework that can do that. Mm. But it was really, really cool to just sit back and watch the fireworks and to hear them going off. And, and you know, it's just, it, it's, it just, I don't know, man. It's a nostalgia thing. All right. Uh, it's, just, it's just an association thing with the 4th of July. It's all about the fireworks. So to say that they're overrated, I feel like it's a little bit of a ridiculous take. I understand, okay. I understand the concern you have for the dogs. But again, that's a you problem. That's not necessarily everybody else's issue. So to singly, you know, to attack fireworks because your dog doesn't like them is not a good enough reason to say fireworks are overrated. Well, now here's what you've just done. By going off and spending as much time as you are outraged about fireworks, now we have to wait to get to the other two frauds to be called out. Yes. And, and there are two frauds, one of which is apparently me. And it's a completely unjustified, unprovoked attack that will be dealt with appropriately on my part. And I can't believe that you're getting after me about it. The other one, after yesterday, it is fitting. So you're going to want to sit tight. All of that is on the way, plus more with Kevin Durant. Thanks for listening to Greeny the Podcast. You can listen live each weekday morning at 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio and see it with the video on ESPN+. Also catch Greeny on Get Up weekday mornings at 8 on ESPN and also available wherever you get your podcast. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today.